Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm going to switch gears here and talk about uh, an incident that happened. It, it, whenever this happens, it's sort of like it, it, it. there are things that happen in the arena of sports that leave the arena of sports. And I think more people get aware of what's going on. It's kind of like, wow, what happened? Uh, Keandre Miller of the New York Rangers was suspended for three games. He spit in the face of L.A. Kings defenseman Drew Doughty last weekend. He claimed it was accidental. And you know what? Watching the video. I, I kind of believe him. There's something about it doesn't, it's not as malicious as some of the other, you know, spitting incidents that we've seen in pro sports, but he, uh, claims it was accidental. He met with Drew Doughty right after the game. Apparently they smoothed things over. Uh, he issued an apology. Um, but everyone agrees that that is something that just goes beyond the pale. That's too much, you know, and there are things that happen in sports sometimes that are just, too much. It needs to be dealt with and dealt with harshly. But that leads to a bigger question. Why? Why does this happen sometimes? And why is it certain players sometimes that can't seem to toe the line? They crash right through it. Uh, Miller, of course, not the only offender here, not even the worst offender either, not even close to the worst offender. So let's try and find out what goes on in an athlete's head when something like this takes place. We're going to chat with Matthew Bain, who is a registered psychologist and the owner of MMB Consulting and Counseling, uh, a sports psychologist, been involved in sports at all kinds of levels for a very, very long time. Matthew, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having me today, Shane. So, you know, thankfully, these kinds of incidents are pretty rare, um, these extreme incidents. But when they do happen, and they do happen, the question that comes up is why? I mean, do we chalk it up to the heat of the battle, the character of the athlete? I mean, when something like this happens, those questions get asked. But what's the reasoning that we see these, you know, really flagrant fouls? I think, well, I think the one of the biggest drivers is obviously going to be emotion. Yeah. Um, the, when you think of the temperature of the moment, like the temperature of, say, you're turning on an oven or stove, if I turn it on to four and that's a medium heat, that's fine. That's the ideal. When things start to kind of heat up, it's up to the individual's ability to regulate their anger, and not everybody has the same skill. And I think that paired with when you talk about respect, you know, behaviors like spitting, which are associated with a sense or a source of disrespect. And that's where it takes it over the line, is that the, the athlete or any of us are expected to manage our emotions um, within the moment of the context of the sport or the context of the situation. And when we can't do that, that takes it over the line. What if we're going to play devil's advocate and say, you're absolutely right, we are. You know, in society, in life, we're expected to be able to regulate our behavior. But sports is a strange world. I mean, those lines can be a little blurry, right? Things that would land you in jail if you did them on the street will get you a two-minute minor or a 10-yard penalty in some cases. So it is a different environment than the rest of us spend time in anyway, right? Yeah, and I think that's one of the elements that's become more and more public is that, that sociocultural influence of sport. Uh, as you point out, like, you know, say that the, the two guys of a face-off decide to drop gloves and, and have a fight. Yeah. Is that a part of sport that is needed? Is it wanted? Is it desired? It's super exciting for the fans. How is it different than the sport of MMA and boxing? Like, I think those questions are always in a glom, but they're more the sociocultural elements of the sport and whether or not they continue to be included. And I think that's why you're seeing bigger and bigger penalties 
because you're seeing more and more influence of those kinds of behaviors fall outside the realm of sport. Um, now, in this case, Keandre Miller apparently met with and apologized with Drew Doughty right after the game. And you could see, even as it happened, I think he recognized, oh, oh, oh. Um, he issued the apology on social media. Now, you talk about some other instances that, that took place. Um, this is a famous one. There as well. Oh, McSorley slashed Brashear and caught him in the helmet. Wow. Donald Brashear is down. And maybe out. Yeah, Marty McSorley, Donald Brashear, uh, there's Todd Bertuzzi. Another look at it. Bertuzzi wanted him. Piled on him, and you can see that his head hits the ice and everyone else piles on, and that doesn't help. And that's likely to cost Todd Bertuzzi. So, so Matthew, these incidents, as bad as they were, and, I, and they're worse than Keandre Miller, but... Um, Immediately, we see tearful apologies. I, I'll, you know, Todd Bertuzzi, Marty McSorley. I mean, obviously, the remorse is there. So, is it sort of the incident happens in the heat of battle, and then reality sets in? Like, oh man, I really, really crossed the line. Is that what goes on there? Like, these, they're not bad people, right? Yeah, and I, and I again, I go from the auspices that that most people are inherently good, right. and it it does push the emotional boundaries of the moment, and if you look at those isolate those incidents as an isolated incident then the context kind of gets overlooked the context of the sport there's a lot of build-up there's a lot of you know elements that go into it the behaviors that caused and caused these people um you know in in the case of mcsorley and brashear that that it's it, that is too far this is a weapon yeah. we're seeing that we're looking at it in a different light it's like whoa and the, the and I think that's where you see, like, the person or the human element becomes more prevalent than the athlete element. And we forget that, you know, most of us aren't exposed to 20,000 people sitting around or booing or cheering for us when we go to work. I mean, I don't know what that kind of work environment would be like, you know, if I'm sitting around and, and working with athletes or teams and there's 20,000 people around just hanging out criticizing. <laughs> so exactly. whether, whether you have those influences and elements and we pay attention to them, we can't forget that these are humans and we do we make mistakes and these mistakes are very very public and they are very very physical and they're malicious and they cause people different ways in in their lives and so that's i think where you start to see the human element that follows where people identify the regret that they feel for and the remorse that they feel for the choice that they've made is that enough in all cases? And why are some cases different? If you, Roberto Alomar, I think is one of, uh, he spit in the face of an umpire back in 1996. Uh, he was remorseful. He apologized like Keandre Miller, but that was it. It changed the trajectory. I mean, he was Mr. Baseball at the time. A lot of people say it took him a couple of votes to get into the Hall of Fame because, you know, he had this hanging over his head years later. Like it changed what people perceive of Roberto Alomar. It doesn't always happen that way. Why is that? Matthew, are you there? Did we lose Matthew? I didn't hang up on him. No, he, he was in, it sounded like he was in a car phone, Sarah. That's okay. That's okay. We don't need to, we don't, don't worry about it. Uh, but that's, that's, that's one of the interesting aspects to me, um, in terms of 
guys who who get through these sorts of incidents and can sort of you know resurrect their career and their good standing and and all the rest and there's i mean there's people that have gone to jail right i mean you know we know that that have come out of jail and have managed to become good upstanding members of this team that team the community or whatever the case may be they commit a horrible accident and they carry on um but then you got a guy like roberto alomar who's i mean he didn't his career didn't end or anything but Roberto Alomar was baseball for a long, long time. Like he was the face of baseball and then he wasn't anymore. He was a, you know, no doubt first ballot Hall of Famer and then he wasn't. And it took him a while and people say it's because of his spitting incident with uh, John Hirschbeck. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with Keandre Miller. It's weird. If you watch the video, there's something about it you look at it and say, oof, that was just, that was an, he didn't mean that. It, there, you can tell. Um, I do believe when, when you look at the video, you look at it and say, oh, no, that wasn't. That, that's not what this was. But at the same time, NHL's not playing around. You're gone. I mean, it's a gross misconduct for spitting. That's three games. There's no questions asked about it. So we'll see what happens with Keandre Miller of the New York Rangers when he comes back. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.